to Skybox on 90.7 Capstone. We have with us in the studio today our guest, former publisher of the Tuscaloosa News and local business owner, Jim Rainey. Jim, welcome Thanks. today. Great to be back. It's a big day, homecoming. We're Absolutely. happy to have you here. We yeah. love homecoming in the Skybox. I do. We I do. do. I'm excited about it. First I get really into all the pomp. First Alabama game I ever went to, 1968. So I was a kid. I was a kid, but it was homecoming. You weren't a sophomore in college. It was. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. no, you weren't 30 years old. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> no, it was uh, it was homecoming, Mississippi State game, and uh, I told Ken Gaddy uh, about you know who runs the Bryant Museum that I want to come over there at some point and watch the video, the no video, the film from that game yeah. because what I remember is. I'm sitting in the stands, and Bama scores a touchdown. They kick the extra point. There's a guy walking, this older guy walking, you know, he's walking on the corridor there in the end zone. It hits, The ball hits him in the head. Oh, no. Knocks him down. That's what I remember. It oh, wasn't Shorty no. Price. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been. It could have been. And then, uh, no, I got a feeling Shorty was, well, we won't talk about Shorty. <laughs> Who knows right, what he was right. doing. But then, five minutes later, Bama scores again. Same end zone. Kicks again. Guy coming out. Same guy. Now, this oh, is what I told Ken. This sounds too good. To, this sounds like a made-up story. That's why I got to really watch the film. Same guy carrying a couple of Cokes. Ball hits him again. <laughs> the Cokes go everywhere. <laughs> Same guy. I'm serious. I said, that was my, my memory of that game as a kid. And That's I got horrible. to see if that was Who true. Who were they playing? Mississippi State. And they won. Now, the that. score of the final was like 21 to 13 or something. So, it was only a couple of touchdowns. But it was they scored them I mean, within five minutes of each other. Find this guy and ask him if he's had the same luck the rest of his life. You know, like that's yeah. just one of the odds. That's so uh, wild. I, I, you know, I, hope he was a, okay. I was a kid. I, I hope he was a Mississippi State fan. <laughs> 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 but it was homecoming, and I remember, and I, I uh, we even had it in the Crimson White uh, years later. The uh, uh, the cover of the program was a mom with the A, you know. On oh yeah, yeah, it, which the Which is moms. really cool, mm -hmm. and I think it's a block A. We we got the script A now, but uh, right, yeah. that's what it was. Jim is vicious. Did y'all hear that? Like, <laughs> well, I hope it was. A, I said, I hope he's okay. He said, I hope it was a Mississippi State fan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, good. It's nice to good. have someone vicious in the box with us today. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love homecoming. You know, we've had events all week with the students' choreography competition, and there was a volleyball tournament, I believe. And what else did we have? A run. Uh, I was there Sunday when the run last Sunday when the run kicked off. And um, I don't know. I just really enjoy walking around and looking at the decorations. And the parade is a big tradition to watch. So yeah, I have yeah. fun. We love a parade. We do love know? a parade. Absolutely, coming up here in a while. Plum right? place to watch the parade from the Reese Pfeiffer Veranda, so I'm... That is a great spot. <laughs> it is. It's fantastic. I'm, I'm really fortunate. Yep, that's good. Well, and uh, we got some games going on around the country. Andrew, what are you uh, what are you looking for today? Well, there's a lot. Uh, there, there's a lot today. I think uh, the couple of the big ones, for sure, and we'll get into it later. Auburn and LSU should be really exciting. Um, and then Notre Dame at Michigan. You know, I think I think this is the skybox. Um, I don't think it's any secret where, that we're not pro Notre Dame or pro Michigan, but that, that, <laughs> that, that still changes. Um, that game matters to the rest of the country, and that game matters. 
um, to the Big Ten and to Notre Dame's playoff hopes and, and all that, even though they have a loss to Georgia. So, um, yeah, those, those are the two games I'm looking at. Um, and then obviously there's you know there's a couple bad SEC East games that I I will oh, be yeah, you lo- I'll be games. locked in on. Absolutely, <laughs> um, I, you're probably going to one. I'll be locked right? in I mean, on Kentucky and Missouri. Oh, man. Too, <laughs> obviously yeah. Tennessee and South Carolina. I'd be shocked if you don't take the skybox well, plane to that game. I thought maybe Andrew would hit the. I know it's not SEC, but well, I thought he'd hit the Duke. The Duke North Carolina. Well, game. I don't make it yeah, with a little tobacco a, road action. Um, yeah. Actually, we have a UREC tailgate today, so alumni oh, tailgate. Fun. So if you're affiliated with UREC or alumni, or if anybody wants to stop by, we'll have free food. So that's great. Um, come on by if you, if you, if you're not, come say hey. We'll have a ton of, we'll have a ton of food. I'm, I'm greeting some of the time, so oh, I'll, I'll welcome you into, into that the UREC good. tailgate. Hey, so, so that's why I'm not taking the jet. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. You got the tailgate today. That's right. We, yeah. we got a tailgate. Otherwise, you'd, like you'd be there. as a greeter, you need special clothing or buttons of some sort. I'm we. I'm sure we'll have buttons. That you're yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have buttons. You know, the button button game is strong yeah. here at UA. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, Jim. What, what games are you excited about? Oh well, you know, obviously LSU, Auburn, Notre Dame, Michigan are the marquee games. I took the easy ones from you. Yeah, yeah those are the marquee games. But there is there's a today this weekend. I think is probably the best weekend mm-hmm. for a slate of games that we've had so far. Wisconsin, Ohio State. Yep. You know, yep. even though Wisconsin got upset last week by Illinois, mm-hmm. uh, they're looking to bounce back. Obviously, they got caught in a trap. Um, I don't think they'll give much of a game to Ohio State, but it's worth watching. Right, right. Um, the Duke, North Carolina game. But when you go on down the list and you get to some of the, uh, you know, the lower marquee games, Missouri, Kentucky, Washington State, Oregon. Yeah. Yep. You yeah. know, don't sleep on, on the pirate. Yep. That's right. And, uh, you know, you've, you've got uh, one other game that I was, you know, that I don't know if anyone in Alabama will be watching this game because I believe it's on the Big Ten Network, but Indiana, Nebraska. Oh, yeah. Oh, what no. happens there? I'll, so be, I'll find a way. I'm going to stream that while I'm watching. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I do multiple games at one time. One that, of those, yeah. one of those Indiana's <laughs> a surprising five and two. They are. And at the beginning of the year, if you said, what, what is the spread? Like, it's a pick maybe, like one and a half, yeah, two and yeah, a half. It's very like close. That. If you said at the beginning of the year with the hype that Scott Frost has gotten with Nebraska mm-hmm. that that was mm-hmm. going to happen, you You'd be called crazy. You right. would be. And, yeah. And, yeah. And, I was so, called. And, and when you get this deep into the season, and now he's going to, you know, if he loses to Indiana. Yeah, that's a Nobody loses to Indiana. At yeah. home. Right. Yeah. Oh, you know. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. yeah. I. Uh, well, you know, we discussed, I think, last week that – those uniforms are the wrong shade of red, you know. They just are. <laughs> They're not crimson, so I can't yeah. deal with that, you yeah. know. And, Indiana's uh, got a little crimson, too. Oh, Indiana does. Indiana, that's right. Bit. I wonder You're what their right. Pantone what color called. is. I'll You're look right. it up while we mm-hmm. chat. Yeah. 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 yeah, this Auburn LSU game is sort of like glimpsing our future, isn't it? You yeah. You know what I mean? Like we get to time travel into the future and see what's in store. Well, and the fun. thing about Auburn uh, LSU is I'm, I'm, I'm really struggling on this as a, as a Bama guy because uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Auburn beat LSU. We'll do our picks later, but uh, yeah, yeah, well, we can't would, lose. Yeah, I mean, I some of them you know, has to lose of the game. Right. So. Yeah, I, you know the way I look at it is all the other SEC West teams need to lose one or two games just to give Bama right. a little uh, little insurance. I, you know, I'll say this, and this is coming from a spoiled person who who roots for Bama, but like doesn't is not one thousand percent all in. I want LSU to win because I want them to come in here undefeated. And you, the, you like, know what I'm really pulling yeah. for? Yeah, is that the earth opens up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 
That'll work too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah I, 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 I'm, I'll give my pick later because um, that's one of the tougher ones on the board. But uh, I, I just I. This place will be – it's going to be bananas no matter what when LSU comes in here because how good they are in the hype. But right. if both teams are undefeated and here in a couple weeks, this place is going to be absolutely bonkers. Uh, it's going to be, be fun. Yeah. Okay, crazy. so I looked it up. Indiana. This will be upsetting. It's upsetting to me. Indiana's colors, and they point out, like, for marketing pur- purposes, our primary colors are – brace yourselves – Crimson and white. Wow. Not okay. cream, they but point says, out. Yeah. And uh, but it then it says cream and they point out that for cream uh, white doesn't always reproduce, blah blah blah. Cream doesn't always reproduce, blah blah blah. And they give you colors. But what's upsetting to me is that they give you three different colors of crimson. Oh really? Um, nope. No, that's and not all right. of them are ugly because they're not Alabama crimson. Yeah, right. no, that's <laughs> There's one that's right. so dark it looks almost brown. That's wrong. Just, I'm looking at that on yeah, your phone now. Yeah, that's it's just not wrong. Attractive. That's not crimson Sorry, at all. Indiana. They think that's crimson? Come on. No, it's not. Yeah, that's not more than more brown than maroon. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that's not even Mississippi State it's maroon. Really that's uh, anyway. I don't know, but you know, we talked about Nebraska. Good. I'm not sold on. Uh, I think Scott Frost is finding. Now I do know it's only his second year, right? Or or, or first year? It's his second, second, second year. Second. Yeah, but you know, we talked about that. Nebraska may not ever come back. I mean, <gasps> like they were. I don't. I don't know. They, they will. I mean, look at Tennessee. They can't come back. Well, you got to think uh, about when they I were. I guess it depends on how although long. Although Nebraska long game was a bigger winner than you Tennessee. Gotta, you got to think about when they were. When Nebraska was a power, it was before every single game was on national television. It was just. It, was. I, it, it just. It was a different time. Same with Tennessee. And, like it just. It's a different time in 2019, and yeah. getting back to those. Well, the back. game has changed Absolutely. so dramatically since Nebraska was a powerhouse that Nebraska made their living off of big corn-fed linemen yep. and then skilled players that so they right. could recruit nationally. Right. And they threw the ball very seldom, played great defense, ran the ball, and now you're trying to spread the ball. That's where, remember Bill Callahan, who had I remember been Bill Callahan, yep. with the Raiders. He went in and tried to create the wide-open offense, and that was the beginning of the downfall. They've never been the same. Yeah. Right, right. Well, um, yeah, I was called crazy by a Nebraska fan last <laughs> night, and we'll get more to that later. Um, and we're going to take a quick break here in the Skybox. We'll be back soon on 90.7 Capstone. Hi, this is Eli Gold, the voice of the Crimson Tide, and I love 90.7 The Capstone. Welcome back to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. We have former Tuscaloosa News publisher Jim Rainey in the house with us today. And Jim, again, great to have you here. And uh, we were just talking about the, the big red out there uh, in Nebraska, out, out, out in the cornfields, out in Nebraska. And uh, I guess one thing I was thinking, I, I'm not, uh, you know, Scott Frost is a good coach, but UCF is not power five. And I do think that that might, you know, I, I don't th- know that that always translates. Some coaches have done well coming from smaller conferences. I mean, Urban Myers won before Utah was in a, a Power 5 team. Uh, yeah. Look at the program he did and he built out there and then what he did uh, since then at Florida and Ohio State. And 
And uh, so it does work, but I don't know. I got my doubts. We'll see. I don't know why we're stuck on Nebraska here, but I, you know, anyway. <laughs> it's an odd winter. We'll see because it's a tough game, Indiana. Yeah, you know, it's pretty. It it's pretty telling when it's a tough pick between Indiana and Nebraska. It is. <laughs> right. That's right. right. Exactly. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, Jim, uh, you know, you've been in journalism a long time, publishing all those things. Uh, let's 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 get off subject just quickly, and we'll get back to football, but. Uh, you know, we've got uh, you know marathon iron journalism, and uh, Andrew, you you uh, you probably do a little <laughs> writing. Some, right? <laughs> I am in. I'm getting my doctoral degree right now, so I do a lot of writing. There just, we go. Just not that's serious yeah, writing. That's right just there. D- different, a different type. Yes. yes. And, yes. and he once bought a newspaper. That's yes. right. <laughs> yes. That's yes. right. And he runs all the time. Green Daily News every every day when yeah. I'm growing up. So yeah. Well, and you're a great supporter of the Crimson White because you look yeah. at their picks here every week. As I just well. felt for Andrew. He's gotten like a, a doctorate level education in journalism just being on this show because of yeah. all the guests that we have on. That's right. We, we tend informal to talk about journalism. Informal, for sure. But, Very uh, informal. Yeah, let me ask you a little bit, though. State of journalism, state of sports writing, state of, you know, the the obviously the industry's changed a whole lot. Uh, but what do you think? What's the future of journalism? That's kind of a really weighted question. Good luck there. with that question. <laughs> yeah. Well, kind of yeah, yeah, wow. It's that's, like asking uh, to pick the yeah. uh, Nebraska game. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, wow. Uh, future of journalism, uh, it will continue to rock on. And, and this right. is, um, it, to me, that's paramount. It, it, it's close to the question, what's the, what's the future of our country? Because journalism is going to have a big part to, to play in that. Absolutely. I think we see the ramifications of good journalism and bad journalism play out daily, um, not just out of Washington, but our Montgomery, but here in our own backyard. Uh, good journalism can change things for the better. Bad journalism can, can uh, really create uh, chaos. And fortunately, I believe that um, right now we're going through a period of tremendous transition and upheaval, and any industry that goes through that kind of transition is going to have um, some pains as you give birth to a, a new way of doing things. Right. But I do believe that journalism, uh, based on the same foundations that that made it such an important part of our American democracy, is what's going to carry it forward and that will play itself out and we will see the cream rise to the top again Uh, but I really think that right now the consumer not all of us who think we have it figured out but the consumer has to demand some of those changes the consumer the news consumer uh, by no longer clicking on the clickbait and demanding more credible sources and uh, the audience creating uh, the demand is where the change is going to have to come from and I do believe that that's happening because I believe that the average news consumer is intelligent enough to uh, begin figuring it out and uh, the old rules don't apply anymore. Right. Right. Jim, you were at the Tuscaloosa News, and I was at the Tuscaloosa News. Mark, were you ever at the Tuscaloosa News? <laughs> well, I was in college. I did. Uh, I did a. Uh, you know, on the weekends, I worked as a designer at Tuscaloosa News. And I didn't right know in that. college, yeah, back wow. in the mechanical days. Cut and paste. Had to, yeah. Remember the sizing yeah. wheel and all of, yeah. you know, the pica stick and all that stuff. You're exactly. And, uh, nice. I did that on weekends. Lay, helped lay out their Sunday paper, which was a lot of pages back then. I'm sure. uh, well, I did said, that and uh, wrote a column for Jim for a while as well on the side. So one, once I got back here. 
here. So it's a, yeah, I, I've had a you know Tuscaloosa has been really important uh, to this city and mm-hmm. and uh, still is. Yeah, it's really undervalued. I think you know it's um, it's it's presence here is undervalued and its uh, necessity here is undervalued. I think that. The reporters and editors and photographers and videographers that are there now are doing so much with um, such a shoestring staff right now that I really admire their ability to get it all done. Um, I think community news is just so important. You know, that kind of stuff does not trickle up to CNN or MSNBC, Fox News, whatever it is that you watch or whatever it is that you listen to, um, Wall Street Journal, Washington Post. Like, it doesn't always trickle up. And those local, you know, so, like local ball games and local school board meetings and those things aren't getting covered by the big media outlets. So I think that it's just so valuable. And it's such a... You know what? I have a friend who was a librarian at the Birmingham News for years. She actually has done a paper where she studied and measured how much community news the state of Alabama has lost since um, advanced media bought the three largest newspapers and right. took it down to So it's interesting to see like what we lose when we lose community news. Um, yeah. Would you agree? What do you think? I could not agree more. I think that while Fox, CNN, MSNBC are great at uh, evoking emotion, mm-hmm. a lot of what they're covering, does it really impact your day-to-day life? And what they're covering at the Tuscaloosa News absolutely does. And so which one is more important to you and your family? It's the local news. And I I continue to be exceedingly proud of everyone there who is working really hard uh, and doing a fantastic job Mm -hmm. that I agree with you is undervalued uh, for now. Uh, But, you know, as soon as a community loses its community newspaper, uh, life in that community changes and changes forever and not for the better. And without a watchdog, without reporters who are going to school board meetings and planning and zoning meetings, and it's harder. Now you have fewer reporters, and and a lot of times that means that a lot of them are working a lot of hours, um, and uh, it's a grind, but they do it not because they're getting rich, but because they have a genuine love for the community and a genuine love for the craft. Yeah. And yes, I I think that um, local news is right now in peril. I agree. And that is scary because who else is going to keep an eye on Montgomery? Mm -hmm. I know uh, when I came to the state of Alabama as a journalist, um, it returned. It was uh, 18 years ago, and we had everybody had a reporter in Montgomery, and everyone was watching what was happening at the legislature. And you go down to the state legislature now, and you don't find reporters from news outlets. What you find are bloggers, and it was a real controversy just a few years ago. Were they going to let them in the press room? Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, they do because that's the only people there. Yep. Um, and that's that's a little scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. You know, I, it's funny. I was I was. There's this documentary about the collapse of the print newspaper industry called Black and White and Dead All Over, uh, which is really good. If, if the, anybody listening wants to <laughs> check that out, it's really about the Philadelphia newspapers and these two women who won the Pulitzer at the height of some really crazy stuff going on uh, with the papers there and the management. But uh, 
Well, there's somebody in there that said that, you know, said something like, where do you think Google gets its information from? You know, people just think, oh, Google that. But where does Google get Mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, where do they aggregate that from? Like if it's local news or something, oh, I'll always get it on Google because, hey, it's it's, newspapers don't matter. Well, yeah, where does Google get that info? And that was pretty interesting to, you know, without those local news stories and the local newspapers, uh, yeah, the country, you know, the watchdog role of the press goes away. You know, not to go. I'm, I'm sorry. To no, go ahead. Not to go down the you know a rabbit hole, but the one thing that people um, need to begin to consider is that uh, we have archaic laws that uh, prevent newspapers from doing things that uh, Google and Facebook can do. Yeah. And Google and Facebook are nothing more than aggregators right. who are pulling right. that, all of that content from somewhere else, right. yet they can create these monopolies with advertising and drain the revenue from, from traditional, yeah, not just newspapers, but also broadcasts yeah. from tradi- radio stations. Right. Um, and we need to really, as a country, look at those laws so that we can create a level playing field with Google and Facebook. Yep. Because now there's there's you know uh, laws that were put in place back in the 1920s that were there to keep newspapers from having a monopoly in their community and broadcasts from having monopoly in their community. Now we absolutely have to change those laws for newspapers and broadcast st- stations, TV and radio, to be able to survive in the new marketplace. Mm-hmm. Wow. I always say without the Tuscaloosa News, I wouldn't know what construction pattern we have the day of, you know? I saw somebody joke online about Tennessee probably thought we decorated just for them because of all the orange and white. We had the mayor on the show a while back, Jim, this this year, this this fall, and we talked a little bit about construction uh, with him. Of course, my big deal was... I want airlines back in the airport here. When I was a student, they had two airlines flying in here. I want, uh, I want that again. Same. So I'm, uh, I'm, I kind of support Elevate yeah. uh, Tuscaloosa. Not to get political here at all. This is, I just, uh, I'm kind of. Well, I look at the airport and I go, let's, let's rebuild that airport and uh, let's we, get flights out of here. We can't oh, take the. Political. Uh, I think that's convenient. We can't take the. Um, the skybox private jet everywhere. Right. No, that's so right. We need, yeah. we need, we we need, need some commercials. Yeah. Yeah. He can't just back it up to the studio that's on right. campus. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, with the road work, it reminds me of a Lewis Grizzard line about Atlanta is that it'll be a great place when they finally quit building it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. a great line. I haven't heard that yeah. one. I loved him. I had no idea. Yeah. That's wonderful. No, no, uh, no question. Lewis Grizzard. We could do a whole show on oh, Lewis yeah. Grizzard. You know. Absolutely. God bless my grandma. She thinks wrestling is real and we fake the moonshot. That's what <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so well, look. Let's uh, let's we're gonna uh, let's talk. We're gonna get back into football here. It's, All it's right. a football show, Real but uh, Jim is great to talk about journalism, and I uh, can't think of anybody more qualified to do that than you. And uh, great to have you on the show. And let's do some picks together. But first, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back on the Skybox on ninety point seven, the Capstone. This is Mayor Walt Maddox, and you're listening to Skybox on 90.7 FM with Mark, Andrew, and Meredith. Welcome back to the Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Jim, thank you for being with us here today. Uh, Jim Rainey uh, is is our guest, and we're going to start with our picks. And we actually have a super hot pick right away. Uh, It is the Wisconsin at Ohio State game. Um, We didn't talk about it much in our intro, but Ohio State looks like 
the hottest team in America right now. They're really talented. Uh, Wisconsin, you mentioned it briefly, they tripped up last week against uh, Wisconsin, and now it's time to make our picks. So, Did you just um, say Ohio State was the hottest team in America? They right are. Now? They're unbelievable. All right, we're going to have to go up back. I, I, this and trust me, I don't want them to be, but that's the, those are the yeah, facts. Yeah, they're I pretty good. disagree. Uh, you know, so you know, are you going to pick Wisconsin? I'm a homer, but I do think Alabama is the hottest team in America right now. I'm not okay. even just saying that. Oh, uh, right. No, I'm not picking Wisconsin unbelievably because I usually pick it because I love cheese. Um, no, this time I'm going with Ohio State because I'm also not foolish. And because I do they're not the hottest think. team in the country? Because <laughs> well, they may be the hottest and a lot of people are talking about them. I'm sorry, maybe I misinterpreted hottest for best. Maybe yeah, I'm talking doing. just they are crushing just, people. I understand they what you're like saying. They're they're crushing. Crushing. Okay. They're, right. And they have not had one close game. That's yeah, what I mean. that's true. Yes. I don't okay. think they would be a couple that. teams. But. Yeah. Jim, what do you think? I think Ohio State is it's a, the hottest team in the country. Yeah. Okay. And and, and <laughs> I, I think that Alabama, uh, uh, I would pick Alabama to beat them. But to be honest, I have to say it'd be a toss-up. a little nervous, this, wouldn't you? I would be very nervous. Isn't that irksome? Don't yes. y'all remember when Ohio State wasn't that great and nobody ever really paid much attention to them? I'm just yeah, irked no. by them. Well, that's Urban Meyer who came back and built it up. He's gone now. He did. But, hey, give him credit. Absolutely. You know, he did. I am also going with Ohio State. Um, if, if Wisconsin hadn't slipped up last week, yeah. I might have some courage and pick them because I really do think that there's, they're really good and they're one of the best teams they've had in a few years. But, man, I – Illinois is probably going to beat them two weeks in a row, to be honest. Yeah, so. I'm I'm going the Buckeyes too. I can't I can't uh, see them losing this game. Had Wisconsin not lost, you know, yeah, last year I, I would really think more about it. But uh, Ohio State clearly is one of the best teams in the country. Yeah, I think the difference in that team this year is the quarterback play. Oh yeah, they've got they've got a real quarterback, and I believe that with Fields, I think that that drives them. It's kind of like LSU. I'm still not sold on Burrow. We'll All talk right, about we'll get it. There. We'll talk about <laughs> it. Oh, you know what? No, this, this, this Ohio State all around is going to make our friend Steve Diorio very happy. He's the, um, uh, sorry, stage director at WVA 23 over in the stadium, and he is an Ohio State fan. He had a daughter at Ohio State, so he's going to. He came to us from there, so he's going to be really excited about this. There we go. Here making, we go. Also, making people happy is what we do here on Skybox. They're playing in Columbus, and that's yeah, it's a bad thing yeah, for, yeah, for, yeah. for, for in the horseshoe. Yeah. Yep. Um, sticking with 11 a.m. Big Ten, we have uh, Illinois at Purdue. I'm going to go ahead and make my pick. Um, I'm choosing Purdue. Meredith, did you put? I see that you put Purdue on here, and you spelled to like Purdue chicken. Is that on purpose? Or <laughs> is that a typo? Because that's hilarious. That's that possible. is a typo. I must have not had my glasses on, okay. which I don't right now. I'm not, I didn't mean to call you out on, no, on air. Then. I just, if that you were making a Purdue me. chicken joke, that would have been really funny. Did I do yeah. it like Purdue chicken? You See, did. I didn't even notice it. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, right. I'm also, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm also picking Purdue. There Jim, are a lot of good chicken jokes there. Yes, there are. All right. <laughs> Last week, Illinois pulled off the improbable, unbelievable upset of whiskey. Uh, the Illini are an eight-point favorite. Lovey Smith has them on a roll, but I don't believe they can keep it going. They're going to have a huge letdown. Purdue's going to pull up. So. I like that. I'm with you. I'm going Purdue and uh, and Andrew, your man, Brom, you know, right? Yeah, Jeff they've struggled Brom. this year, but I, I know, but it they, doesn't change the fact home that and it's got to show. They got to show up sometimes. This is the game. Well, they they and need I, their quarterback. <laughs> they need their starting yeah. quarterback. And so. I and I agree with Jim. I don't think Illinois can keep this going two weeks in a row. And I believe uh, anyway. I'm going with the home team. Yep. The copy editor uh, in me is dying. I'm fixing it right now. It really is. I teach editing. No, it's getting fixed. I'm good now. It's all fixed. Moving on, we've got 11 a.m. We have uh, Oklahoma at Kansas State. Uh, I'll go ahead and make my pick. I think we're all going to pick Oklahoma. Uh I don't think that one's going to be very close either. They're another team that 
along with Ohio State, they they scare me. You know because what? they're crushing people. They yeah. are. And Jalen is on fire and he knows it. Did y'all hear that his um, post game press conference? He was he he had a look you could hear the Saban in him. You know what I mean? You could hear uh. him say very chill the kinds of things that uh, Nick Saban would say and he's he's taught him well, you know what I mean, yes. when talking to the media. It's true. So I'm definitely going with him. Yeah, Jim? Oklahoma, it's not going to be it's close. It's not yet. Yeah, I agree. This is a blowout. And uh, normally, Kansas State, you know, in some past years, Kansas State would have a real chance. But right. this is a really good Oklahoma team. Right. Um, first SEC game of the day, we have Mississippi State at Texas A&M. Um, this is – for me, this is kind of a tough pick. Both teams have underachieved a little bit. Um, but Mississippi State is not near as bad of a team as they showed up – or as they showed in Knoxville. Um, um, that being said, I, I'm still going to go with the Aggies because they're at home. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that home home crowd for them as well. And, uh, you know, I don't remember when it was. I picked Mississippi State not too long ago, and then, of course, they lost. And I remember my friend, who's a Mississippi State grad and fan, said, really? You're picking us? <laughs> and that should have been my sign. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this week, definitely not not Mississippi State. No cow, no cowbell. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. A&M and it's not going to be close. Oh, there you go. That's I like that. All right. I'm with you, too. A&M and not close uh, in the end. Maybe close starting off, uh, but who knows? Maybe not. Anyway, A&M. I think we're all doing it going that way. Yeah. Yep. Last 11 a.m. game, we have Miami at Pittsburgh. Jim, what are your thoughts on that game? I think you can flip a coin, but uh, <laughs> it's going to be uh, two teams kind of rolling around on each other and looking like a big pile of dirty laundry. <laughs> I, you said that You said that perfectly. I, this is a game where both teams have looked really good this season and both looked to have a, like a big pile of dirty laundry like right. you said so uh, you're, you're, you're taking pit I'm taking pit well I'm also going to take pit because I didn't really know who to choose so you've, you've talked me into it I have a little bit of allegiance to Pittsburgh I used to live I used to go, believe it or not I used to go there for fun on the weekends when I lived in Altoona Pennsylvania and wow. um, also uh, our department chair is a huge Pittsburgh everything fan she has Steelers mats and calendars and like she like all Pittsburgh things. so I'm staying yeah. with Pittsburgh but also just because Miami's not going to do it especially Especially going up there where it's cold. They're yeah. not going to hang in there very well. Yeah, I'm going pit too. We'll just make it. All, all of us go in pit. And, all pit uh, all the time. I, I see George Brown, our uh, our Big Ten correspondent in Minneapolis, is uh, going with pit as well. So we'll see. But I will say I don't care about this game. I won't be watching this game. But uh, but uh, it means something to those two teams. So For we'll sure. see how it rolls. Somebody's mom is watching that game. Right. Yep. Uh, <laughs> right. We've got the 2.30 CBS game of the day today. We have Auburn at LSU. We we talked a little bit about this game earlier. Uh, it's going to be a tough pick, but I feel like I'll know where everybody's leaning. Jim, what do you think about this game? I think that it's an intriguing game uh, outside of all the jokes about, you know, one of them has to lose and we'll be happy, whoever that is. Uh, the, what really intrigues me is that Auburn desperately needs to be able to play keep away, but Gus Malzahn has an offense that's hurry up. And the best chance that they have is to keep the ball out of Burroughs' hands and limit the possessions that LSU has. But Auburn's not built for that. So the real question comes down, will Auburn be able to run the ball without Booby Whitlow at running back? And that's uh, – LSU, if if you're looking for a weakness on their defense, I think their secondary is great, but their defensive line, they have a good pass rush. But they've not been great against the run. And so if Auburn can establish the run, 
somehow slow it down, slow the game down, uh, they're going to have a, a puncher's chance. But I, at the end of the day, I think LSU ends up beating them by about two touchdowns. I, I'm so glad you said that about the way that the offense is built. I feel like we've sat in here and we've, we've looked at Gus Malzahn, and he, he's coached brilliant games before two years ago um, when, when Auburn beat Alabama. They Alabama was outcoached. And – We've also sat here and scratched our heads about why the decisions have been made about that. And I feel like if it's a well-coached game, like you said, from Auburn, they've got a chance. But if not, they're going to get crushed. You know, though, it would be so like Auburn. Next week they have Ole Miss to pull off the upset. And then lose to Ole Miss. This is true. So it's, yeah, but I still I, I think LSU. Yeah. I'm, I'm also going to go with LSU. I think they're just the better team. Um, Mark, you could talk about Joe Burrow in a second, but that dude is on fire and his stats are off the I, chart. And they've played and they've they've have, have have played a tough schedule. So I feel like you, you can't say that it's not against good teams. So No, I will say that. I no. <laughs> Please do. Actually, tell me what I can say. Right. No, no, you're right. You make a great point. I'm just I, I until Burrow shows up in Tuscaloosa, I'm not on his Heisman bandwagon, we, and uh, I believe he's going to get stopped here. We'll talk about that much more a couple weeks from now. But uh, yeah. we've seen it with Leonard Fournette. He had what 31 yards Leonard on Leonard Fournette. I tweeted something this week. I pulled sure. something from the Tiger dropping whatever it was their website. I said you know they Leonard Fournette was the overwhelming Heisman favorite when he came here to Tuscaloosa, yep. and. Uh, uh, it ended up, uh, you know, being taken away from it. Alabama's and defense was a lot different. They were very different. They were different, but I do different. believe that Saban and the group, I think our defense, part of our problem with injuries early, also playing a lot of freshmen by the LSU game, I, th- I think we already saw this past week. Now it's Tennessee, Clemson but the defense Tennessee. played better. And I believe they've got a plan for him. But I, until he plays Bama, I'm not convinced that, uh, to me, he hadn't. He played. they beat Florida. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I'm not sold on Florida as a top-level elite team yet. They hadn't gone through the whole season. Long story short, I'm, he's a good quarterback. He's doing outstanding. They're throwing up numbers like crazy. Um, I, I, I don't. I think he's the same guy as last year, but he's in a different uh, offense, and I think he's gonna. We'll see. Yeah, I'm not a I'm big just, fan, but they're gonna win this game, and I, I do think they'll beat Auburn. And uh, uh, but I, I think Auburn will keep it close. Um, I think it'd be more like a ten-point LSU win. I don't know. We'll see. What we'll, do you get think, you, we'll get you on the Heisman train eventually. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. You know, uh, I, I was on we'll it see. and then I was off it. Oh, I'm not saying uh, I'm on the Heisman train. I just Auburn. Their offense was pretty horrific last week. Like it was not that great, <laughs> and. Um, I was just sorely disappointed. So, I mean, I have to take LSU. I think it would be ridiculous not to. But Bo Nix, too, and Auburn's offense, they're just sort of – I know y'all might throw things at me, bland. They, they don't really – it's the same – I keep waiting for this Gus bus to pull up, and I, it's the same as it, ha, it's the same as it ever was. Like, it's just yeah. the same over and over again. I have a little bit more to say about this game, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll get into we'll get into that and the rest of our picks here in the next segment. Uh, we will be right back. You are in the Skybox on ninety point seven the Capstone. Hey, I'm Paul Feinbaum. My favorite station in the world, ninety point seven the Capstone. Back to 
the Skybox on the Capstone 90.7. We are happy to have you here today, Jim Rainey, with us. And we're rolling through the picks. We were just finishing up Auburn at LSU. I think it was LSU all around. I have to point out, though, this game, um, this particular, these two particular teams have the craziest history. Um, I had remembered one of them, and I went to look it up, and it was the one with the fire. Do y'all remember this? When yes, the barn the gym, on fire. Yeah, it was burning down on national television. <laughs> the game was at night. The people close to that side of the stadium were like, you know, very warm. <laughs> I'll just say that. And then um, what I had forgotten about was the... Um, the Geiger game. And I was, I don't remember how, but I do remember it. Do y'all remember this? Like where Auburn LSU played and it set off the Geiger counter because it was so loud and rowdy in Death Valley. Oh, and okay. that tracks with my experience there. It's the loudest place I've oh, ever no. been. It is loud. Um, but it has a crazy history. And then last year, y'all correct me because I could be wrong, didn't LSU like win by like one at the last minute? You know, it was some, Auburn. Yeah. I, I don't know, it was some crazy. So anyway, my point is yeah. crazy game. Anything can happen even though we all picked LSU. I have this gut, and I feel like I have to go on the record saying this gut, that if there's going to be an upset this week, it might be this. And I know that's crazy, like on paper, and it doesn't make any sense watching these two teams, but weirder things have happened. I mean, yeah. weirder things have happened. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got Penn State and Michigan State. I, as you know, am enjoying watching Penn State's return to its uh, rightful place and sort of yep. powerhouse. Not quite powerhouse yet, but they're getting there. So I'm going Penn State. Um, what about you, Jim? Penn State, Michigan State play for a rivalry trophy, the Land Grant Trophy. What does oh, that trophy look like? University. Do we know what that so, looks like? I have no oh. idea, nor do I care. <laughs> I have to see uh, the Land Grant Trophy, <laughs> though. Yeah. 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 I, you know, Michigan State's got a lot of issues right now uh, with Antonio. I, I, Penn State wins and wins rather handily. I agree. I think Penn State wins big. I'm with you. I'm with you all. I think uh, Penn State's going to win this one big. Uh, this is not the same Michigan State team this year. I don't know what's going on with them, but they got real problems even at home. Uh, and this Penn State, this is a good Penn State team. They are they're playing. They got a good offense. They're playing well. Um, you know, they they could. This Penn State team could give Ohio State a run for yeah, the money at the I end agree. of the season. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, so we'll see what happens with that. Y'all, this land grant trophy is so big; it requires a diagram. Uh, children at home who Good are listening, grief. go look this thing up. Like it's crazy huge, yeah. and even when the players are holding it, looks like it in a podium air, or something. It does, and when they're holding it in there, it takes multiple players to hold this thing up. It's enormous. Yeah. It's, it's, it's more like a bookcase. It's, <laughs> it's not Paul Bunyan's axe, and it's not the oaken no. barrel. That thing is enormous. That's probably the biggest trophy well, of any kind I've ever well, seen. Well, I guess it's crazy. land grant, it's got to be kind of. It's got to be large. Uh, Here's yeah, your piece of know. land. Yeah, I got it. All right, next up we got Texas at TCU. You guys, I didn't even write this one down. I pulled an Andrew until mm -hmm. this morning because I was uh -huh. so torn about it. Um, and I'm still open to changing my mind. So, Andrew, what do you think? Texas is going to win this game. It's at TCU. Um, I, I don't think it's any secret that Gary Patterson is a very, very good coach and will have his team prepared. Texas is just a little bit better and uh, more talented. So, I'm going with the Longhorns. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, Texas narrowly avoided the upset by Kansas last week at home. Les Miles gave them all yeah. they wanted. That was they they that escaped. Was that was the trap game yeah. because they were looking ahead. 
to TCU, and for good reason, because TCU, this might be the most entertaining game of the day. Oh. This is going to be very close. And close. and if you've ever been in Texas, you know for TCU to pull off an upset of big, bad Texas would be massive. Yep. But I'm just sorry, it's going to fall just short, and Texas pulls it out. Mark? Yeah, I'm. I'm with. Uh, I'm with you. I, I think. Yeah, I believe Texas wins this one. Their offense is really good. They, they proved last week their defense has real problems, <laughs> letting uh, Kansas score 48 points, as I recall, and still winning. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think Texas. You're right, Jim. It's a last week was a trap game. This is a you know this means a lot in the state of Texas, and I believe that uh, the Longhorns have the just overall better team. Uh, but I think it's going to be close too. And interesting, you said it may be the game of the day in terms of how it's played and and yeah you know how close and all that and. Uh, you're probably right. That's interesting. All right, y'all. I'm going to do what I tell my students to do. I'm going to go with my gut, and I'm going with TCU, and here's why. One, they're at home. Two, Texas has lots of injuries right now. There's just all kinds of injuries all over the place, and I just um, – I don't know. I just I'm going with TCU. I think that's enough for me. Uh, also, y'all, they have those alternate uniforms they're going to wear this week. Oh yeah, TCU. Uh, yeah. They're black and they have this sort of like blood stain stuff going on all over, like lots of red, bright, bright red. Yeah. And I looked this up because I was like, that may be one of the worst things. Well, not the worst. I've seen worse, yeah. but I looked it up. Um, it's because the horned frog, and when it when it's like cornered and it's like last defense when it can't do anything else. It spits blood out of its eyes. Oh, my And gosh. I thought, well, no, that's oh, just wow. too much information yeah. for me. It does. <laughs> yeah, but, like, to put it on your uniform because of that, I mean, that's pretty yeah. fierce and weird all at the same time. I don't yeah. really know yes. what. But how weird is that? Know. All right, I'm going with TCU. I don't normally like horned frogs, but in this case, uh, I'm sticking uh, with it. And a it's lot my of people don't know a horned frog's not actually a frog. It's a lizard. It is a lizard? Well, Real. There we go. People forget that, Jim. All right, I did not know that. Learning I'm not a horned today. frog uh, expert. By You're learning means, about all kinds of things on I Starbucks. I didn't know if the TCU players have... start spitting blood out of their eyes. They're <laughs> that's probably a the Auburn LSU game. Maybe a concussion or something. I don't know. Anyway, well, look, the next one, uh, this is for uh, Dr. George Brown up in uh, Minneapolis, our Big Ten correspondent. Shout out to George. And uh, uh, the Golden Gophers are hosting Maryland. And um, George, uh, I love your team, but I don't think the rest of the country cares a whole lot about this game. I know Minnesota cares because they are undefeated which yeah. is a really big deal, and that's fabulous, and they got a good team. And I'll go ahead and say I'm going with the Golden Gophers, and I don't think it'll be close. Yeah. I'm also going Minnesota. Me too. I tuned out Maryland after that shutout, they ha- or that zero. I can't remember who they played, but they scored zero against somebody, and it was just an awful game. No, I, I still hate Minnesota because they beat us when we went to the oh, Music yeah. City Bowl in I was there. <gasps> yeah, I was at that game. I was at that game, and I forgot about it. They had Lawrence Maroney. That was painful. And Maroney ran. They had two great linebacks. He ran wild. Wait, was that the year it was like – Spencer Pennington did not have a good day. I remember that. Uh, I still hold that against them, but, you know, listen, Maryland just stinks this year. You're going to – Minnesota's got this game. I remember – this is not a joke. I remember Minnesota playing Rocky Top at the end of that game after they won. Like that's, that's like, not I, funny at all. I don't know why. Oh. And that was wild. That was like the cra- I was, that Wait, was my that, dad and I went. Was to that it game. really was cold? Incredible. Like almost snowy or no? Freezing. Yep, I was at yeah. that game because yep. I remember yep. I was miserable, just absolutely miserable. I'm glad you all said right. that. I forgot that I went to that game. Yeah, me too. All right, next we got uh, Arizona at Stanford, and I think this is a really tough pick. So who have y'all got? Stanford. 
right. Yeah, I'm for going no with, reason at all. I just don't know. I'm, I'm going with Stanford, Stanford too. I was torn. I don't even have it written on here. I'll fix it, but I'm gonna stick with Stanford. That's what I wanted to pick, and I'm going with that. Arizona comes in at four and three. Stanford is three and four. This is not your uh, typical Stanford team. Arizona pulls it off. Well, that makes me nervous. I'm, I'm with you, Jim. Arizona pulls it off. Uh, and uh, Your boy, Khalil Tate. Khalil Tate. I think he's back. <laughs> uh, you know, he got hurt, but I think he's back. And uh, I think Khalil Tate's – you know, Khalil Tate's Heisman campaign ended, what, about 10 years ago? <laughs> Right after you said that you were in a <laughs> Right, right. It ended right. when I said he was a Heisman candidate. Uh, so, uh, and he's not. But anyway, yeah, Arizona won that one, I believe. And um, all right, let's get to uh, the one we talked about earlier, Indiana at Nebraska. Who you got? I'm taking Nebraska because they're at home. And I know even if Indiana's 5-2, and two, I just, my whole entire life they've been awful. And I just I, until I see it for myself, I won't. I, I'll I just I'll have trouble picking them. So I'm picking Nebraska. Seeing them co-opt Crimson really kind of yeah. is upsetting. But I am picking Indiana. I think they can win and cover the spread. I have this now. Lars Anderson, who most of us know here, called mm-hmm. me crazy last night, and we'll see. But I think they can do this. I've looked carefully, and I just um, I never really jumped on the Scott Frost bandwagon fully. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's doing some things, but he's, I don't know. I think it, I think it can be done. Well, That's he's, got a, my, he's got a big job there. I'm going to either have the best week or the worst week ever <laughs> this <laughs> week. Well, Lars, I hate to do this to you because I know that you're a huge Nebraska fan. Um, and, God, losing to Indiana at home would be horrible. I do think Scott Frost is a great coach, and I think he's going to turn it around, but he's not going to turn time. it around this week. Yep. And I think Indiana beats them in Nebraska. You know, the, the, those poor fans are going to have to suffer a little while longer. And that's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'll go. I'm going Nebraska simply because of the home team. Uh, and but I would not be surprised one bit if Indiana won this game. But I got to choose one of them, and uh, I, I'll go at this point with Nebraska. But this year, Nebraska is not very good at football. And uh, uh, but I think maybe they got enough to beat Indiana. We'll see. Um, South Carolina at Tennessee. This one's a pretty tough call. Yeah. I'll say. I am going to go with South Carolina purely for the reason that Tennessee's quarterback play. Uh, Brian Maurer, their starting quarterback, got knocked out of the Alabama game. He's in concussion protocol for that's two weeks in a row, so it doesn't look like he's going to play. Um, you said South Carolina. I'm going to pick South Carolina. Yeah, just Tennessee's quarterback plays too much in the air. If, they, if Brian Mauer was starting, I, I would pick Tennessee. I'm still choosing, not. so I'm asking questions. Didn't they? Weren't they pretty well tied last week? A lot of the game uh, with Florida. They Did were. they play Florida? Okay, yeah. yeah. I thought they struggled. Yeah. That's why I'm on the fence. We'll yeah. let Jim go next. <laughs> right. No, no I, this is a tough game to pick. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. If Tennessee had better quarterback play, not only that they'd play they play Alabama better if they have better quarterback. Play. Oh, they yeah. they they. But I believe that they put it all on the line last week, and they played a great game against Alabama. They gave Alabama all they wanted. Um, I and they I think rose above their level, and I, it's hard to do that two weeks in a row and with uh, without the quarterback play uh, without a solid guy behind center I just think South Carolina is 
coming on. You know, they started slow this year, but they they beat Georgia and they did not beat Georgia by a fluke. If you watch that game, they out physicaled yeah, Georgia. South Carolina's defensive line is as good as you're going to see just about anywhere this year. And um, Tennessee's offensive line is getting better, uh, and they struggle in the past. But I think yeah, South Carolina they're 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 a good football team. They're not a great football team, but they're 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 a good football team. And Tennessee has too many question marks. Yeah, I just jumped on the South Carolina bandwagon solely because I remembered how bad Tennessee was until recently. You know what I mean? Like they just yeah, I'm staying with South Carolina. Well, on the big board, I picked Tennessee. You are giving me something. Don't change to think it, Mark. About. Come on. Uh, no, I'm going to yeah. stay. I'm going to stay there with the There you boss. go, Mark. I am. Somebody I got, needs to. I'm going to stick with them. So <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm picking Tennessee. This team, oh, I, I haven't picked them <laughs> I in hope uh, right. years, I don't believe. Then but, you can be on Vol Nation with Vol Nation. Yeah, I know, I know. I can be experience. one of them. Isn't that horrible? <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, for this one week, I can You'll pull for the balls. I can't pull for them. I hope I miss this pick. Anyway, I'm going to go with Tennessee. We better hurry through a couple of these others. Uh, time's a waste in here. Uh, Duke at North Carolina. Uh, anybody care about this game? Who in this got? basketball rivalry, I'm right. picking North Carolina. I'm picking Duke. Get out. Go with Cutcliffe. Interesting. Yeah. Close ball game. I got to go with North Carolina, though. I'm going North Carolina, too, uh, mainly just because they're home, although they're you know home to both of those teams is within a few miles of each other, right? Uh, Arkansas, oh, well, no, 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 we do that later. We'll jump to Alabama, Arkansas, and homecoming here in a, in a few minutes. UCF at Temple, really a big game for these teams. It really is. It is, and Temple's playing good football, but not good enough UCF. Same. He used to live down there, have some allegiance, UCF. I would really like for Temple to win, but I think UCF's a better football team. I'm going UCF, too, and uh, I think uh, they're just uh, they're better. I agree with you. Uh, Texas Tech at Kansas. Andrew, you going to this game? No, I'm, 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 picking, <laughs> I'm picking Texas Tech, though. I think Kansas laid it all out last week, and they're just they're tired. So I'm picking Texas Tech, too. Kansas has not really done a lot for me and impressed me at all yet, so... I love Les Miles. I miss him being in the SEC because he was entertaining, and I think he's a uh, underrated football coach. And his offense, if he could have pulled that offense off at LSU, we would still be having quite a rivalry with him. Um, but no, Texas Tech beats him. Yep. I'm going Kansas on the sole, the sole reason that they scored 48 points on Texas last week. They probably won't score three in this one. Yeah, yeah, gets but, all these upsets. But scoring on Texas is kind of like scoring uh, against uh, tall grass. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. But I'm going uh, I'm going Kansas, and uh, I, I got my faith in, uh, in Les Miles. Uh, the gra- hopefully he eats some of the grass out there on the field uh, and gets his team ready. Uh, okay, we've only got a less than a minute here to our break, but uh, Notre Dame at Michigan, big game. Uh, hard to pick in just a second, but uh, I'm going with uh, Notre Dame. All right. I, it's not a bad pick. This is a close game to call, but they're playing in the big house. Um, and I, as much as I hate to uh, pick Harbaugh to win anything because he's one of my least favorite coaches, least favorite people um, Ooh, in the game. Yeah. We need to yeah. about this later. I, I, I think Michigan has got they're going to pull it off. I'll tell you what, let's take a short break, and we'll. this is a big game. We'll come right back yep. to this. And, uh, yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll continue this. It's an interesting game, obviously. Uh, you're listening to Skybox on 90.7, the capstone. Hi, I'm Sarah Patterson, and you're listening to the Skybox on 90.7, the capstone. Hey! 
we're back in the Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone, and we're going to get to the Bama-Arkansas game here in just a minute. But let's uh, finish quickly this discussion about uh, Notre Dame and Michigan, uh, Meredith. You know, I'm going with Notre Dame because Michigan really didn't get started until the second half last week. They, they were like chugga-chugga. It was like a little choo-choo that could try to watch them get right. up that hill. But I'm interested in what Jim said about not liking Harbaugh. You're in a Harbaugh fan zone right here. Um, or, you know, the khaki guy. The, the khaki yeah, guy. Right. He buys his pants at Walmart. What is it you don't like about him? Everything. All right. Yeah. Everything. Do you hate Everything. his mama, his yeah. children, and everybody in his family, too? Yeah. No, I wouldn't go that far, but I might kick his dog. His, <laughs> gob- <laughs> his goblet of whole milk, uh, whatever it is. Yeah. That's funny. Interesting. Uh, You're, yeah. I think you may be the first person to actively dislike him. It's one thing not to care yeah. about him, but whole, actively dislike no, him. No, I actively dislike him. We've badmouthed him a few times. I mean, we have. I like But, hey, you know, he's great for football just because he's crazy. But That's right. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay, one of the things this last week, he sent out an email I read to uh, in a letter to all recruits and their parents denying interest in the NFL. Come on, man. You're barely getting it done at Michigan. Right. Yeah. You know, do, what, it, what kind of, you know, that's the kind of stuff that Harbaugh saying. does and it annoys the living daylights. Absolutely, Eric. So I'm, I'm happy to pick Notre Dame. I feel like, and I say it a lot, but Notre Dame and Penn State, I want them to return to greatness so that we can someday play them and slaughter them. That this, is my yeah, whole goal. I love it. I love it. More yeah. than LSU Auburn, I would like the earth to open up on this game. But I think, <laughs> I think Notre Dame's a better football team. And uh, Michigan's fragile, man. They. Uh, I, they, yeah, I don't know what it is about them, but I, I don't trust them, and I, I think Notre Dame goes in there and, and gets it done. All right, let's go through these really quickly so we can get to Bama here before we close the show. But uh, Arizona State at UCLA, what do you got? Interesting ball game. You got Herm Edwards at Arizona State took that job and didn't know that they were the Sun Devils and decried the name. You know, but he's he's turned that program around and has something good happening. Versus Chip Kelly at UCLA, that it, it has just not worked out since he left Oregon. Uh, I'm going Arizona State. I'm going Herm and his bunch. All right. I'm going to Arizona State, too. I think it's going to be a rock fight. It won't be pretty, but... I'm going to UCLA. Just, just so they, they've shown signs of life. They, they, just remember for funsies? They, remember against the Pirate, they scored about 30 points in the fourth quarter to just come back and win. Uh, you know, I'm thinking maybe that half of that offense will show up enough to beat Arizona State in the Rose Bowl Stadium. So we'll see. Missouri at Kentucky. Pulling my hair out. <laughs> yeah. Abstaining until the end. Right. I'm right. waiting until y'all are done. I'm going to Missouri. <laughs> Kentucky's playing um, Lynn Bowden at quarterback, who's a wide receiver. Uh, I, they just, yeah, it's or they did last week. I, I Mizzou that, week. That, that upset by Vandy, but I'm still going. By the unbelievable, way. but I'm going with them over Kentucky. Who got same thing? They bounce back. Yeah, yeah, they've got something to prove. They're going to be pissed from last week. I'll stick with Missouri. Y'all are All right. right. Uh, the Pirate at Oregon. This is a big game in the Pac-12. Oregon wins big. They're a really good football team, um, and yeah, I think they win big. Oregon wins big, and Mario Cristobal is turning out to be a great head coach. And one day, hopefully it's a long way away, but he would be my dark horse to return to the capstone. I know we don't have a lot of time. Good good insight. I would like to say this on the record. Mario Cristobal should have never been fired from FIU. I I watched a lot of games. I watched a lot of Sunbelt games that he coached in, and uh, that dude can coach, and he always could, and it's a real shame that they fired him. Yeah. And he's doing well now, and I'm glad to see it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going Oregon to the Ducks. I don't think uh, – I think they'll uh, – I think they'll run the Pirate out of that stadium. They'll make him <laughs> – 
<laughs> walk the duck plank. Anyway, I'm going with Oregon as well. Although we will have to revisit it a later, on a later show what you said about Cristobal dark horsing for Alabama. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's interesting. Good point. Great, great, great insight. And uh, California, Utah, and I'm going with the Utes. The two Utes. Utes. Same. I've loved them since the beginning. Still love them. Utes. All don't right. love them. Don't like them. Don't <laughs> I think yeah. they're very good. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's get to the uh, game of the day here. Homecoming. Bama. Bright Denny. I'd like to see how long we can talk about this game without saying the word or the letters LSU. Yeah. <laughs> I think that'd yeah. be a great mental exercise. It's not going to yeah. happen, though. Well, the thing I like is LSU has a tougher game today than Bama. So there you go. I, you know, I, I, uh, <laughs> maybe Auburn will beat them up a little bit. Uh, I know there's a bye week uh, between – the big games here, and um, you know, we can look ahead. Saving uh, can't, and the team can't, but we can. And uh, yeah. I think the big story of the day today that's Mac Jones and how he's sure. going to do. And I remember sitting in on a watching a scrimmage with the Red Elephant Club. Thanks to my buddy Tommy Ford getting in there and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, before the spring games. And Mac was throwing the ball really well. I think he also threw the ball well in uh, A-Day. And um, he can throw. He was just forced into that game last week. Yeah. Not yeah. not quite ready, maybe. But uh, he did what he needed to do. He didn't do badly at all last week. And I think I think today we're going to see him do really well. I, no, I think this is a perfect opportunity for, um, for him to get some really good reps against the Arkansas team that's struggling. Um, this, you know, that, there's never a good time for your starting quarterback to get hurt um especially a couple weeks before lsu but um you know if 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 Tua has to miss one sec game you want it to be the arkansas game right right so um mac jones i have i think he's fully capable i think he's a really good quarterback um and and he's he's gonna be fine today and um i i don't know what it is but i i I, I, I trust him going forward. He's not to a. Um, I know what it is. It's because he's got Saban as a coach. That's what. That's right, what exactly. it is for me. Like so, he's got Saban. And here's the deal. He still has the skill guys around him are still incredible, and so um, I, I think he I think he plays really well today against Arkansas. Yeah, the CW headline a few days ago said Mac attack, but I think it was more like Mac attempt. Like that was his first <laughs> his first attempt. Give him a, give him a couple more tries and he'll be there. But I there's no way Arkansas beats us. Right, Jim, I, I listen. I I was speaking earlier this week to a fellow named Brett Mitchell. He played middle linebacker at Arkansas during the Houston Nut era. Oh. And uh, he even said, oh, God, I was just, you know. He's not Even he can't think Arkansas has got a chance. But uh, I think Mac Jones is underrated. I, I he, he has the misfortune of, you know, being here when we had Jalen and, and Tua. And oh, he is in, in any other era probably – would have been a, a beloved Alabama quarterback. The kid's talented. He's got an arm. Mm-hmm. He's shown that. Sure. Uh, I do think that they're going to – what I find interesting, what I want to see this week, I think Mac Jones is going to do a fine job. But I do think that we're going to try to run the ball more. Oh, sure. And yeah. we're going to rely yeah. less on him. And yeah. I want to see us get a, a run game going. Yeah. And I think that uh, I'm going to be focused on Wills, our right tackle. The kid is having a great season and I think that uh, I'd love to see Najee Harris break a few big ones. A couple 
on that. There were some clips on Twitter about uh, Wills destroying people oh, this yeah. past week that really was very exciting to see. And painful to watch, but also Yeah, exciting. it was very, like, I loved it. Um, yeah. And also, I, Najee Harris, I noticed against Tennessee, he's been running very physical uh, been. the past couple weeks. And I think if he keeps that up, I think they really can establish the run and, uh, and definitely get some good reps this week in, in that area. So I think that's a great point. Yeah. What score? What do you think? Oh, geez, I hadn't even thought that one through. You say that every week. No, you know, you know what? Last coming. two weeks I've had it. Okay. I don't know. I'm taking a break today. I'm going to. I'm just going to throw out 48 to seven. I don't know. I think it's. I think it's 52 to three. 52 to three. Okay. 42 to three. 42 to three. 38-10. We don't score as much because both teams are going to try and run the ball, and that's going to burn some clock. Yeah. All right. I think that's a great point. Yeah. Well, that sounds good. We're gonna we're gonna find out today, and uh, should be uh, a great day. Homecoming, and uh, you know, it used to be homecoming was uh, always a game with a team you can beat, uh, and this year, I believe, Bama has a team they can beat. Uh, although, you know, Arkansas in past years might not have been a team that was so easily to beat. Right. But uh, today's different and, yeah. Yeah. Not, I know. hate to write it off, but it, you're right. We do have the luxury of looking ahead. So I think all of us watching are going to be looking ahead to LSU and Auburn for yeah. sure. Mm. Well, it's been a great time in Skybox. Thanks, Jim, for joining us. I had Thank a great you for time. having me hanging with you and hearing your predictions. Um, We will see you again next week. In the meantime, happy homecoming. This was Skybox on the Capstone 9.7. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.